Well, are you going out of town this summer? Protect what matters most with 24-7 professionally monitored home security from Protect America. They're the nation's best home security and starts at only $19.99 per month. For more than 25 years, Protect America has offered award-winning home security with low monthly costs, low upfront costs, and locked-in rates. The other guys can't say that. I dare the other guys say that. They can't. They cannot. <laughs> Visit protectamerica.com slash car to get $5 off your monthly monitoring. One more time, protectamerica.com slash car. I'm John Maltz, and I don't want to choke on those words that would be incorrect in what? dissing Protect America. I'm Lex Friedman, and I also like protecting America. <laughs> I'm John Armstrong. Super protecting America over here. <laughs> cannot wait for the tapes. Whatever the tapes that, that are out there, cannot wait to hear them. Welcome to Turning This Car Hound. That can't be that can't be the first time that we've done a, a political reference before the music. <laughs> right? That was me doing the music. I don't think there's, I don't think there's any way that that's the first time. Uh, I want everybody to know tonight my drink is actually Bud Light because I've been counting calories. So I went with the artisanal Bud Light. Mm. I, uh, I, was, I allotted myself a <laughs> finite number. I'm counting the calories. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I, I The emphasis for. is on the last four letters of that. Mm-hmm. Wait. Uh, the last yeah, we're going, we going around the horn? Ig? You go for it, John. The- You're up. Uh, I'm, I'm doing the I'm doing the old uh, the old Jamesons and Rainier. Nice Boilermaker. <laughs> no, I know I'm not. It's not a Boilermaker, but you know, oh. it all goes to the same place. <laughs> <laughs> Furnace maker. Um. <laughs> artisanal. Artisanal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Emphasis well, on the last four letters of artisanal. Emphasis on the last four. Like, letters. Th- wait, was my Johnny Drummer mark? I don't think that was in the show, right? That was before. It was no, not. That was no, pre-show. That was, that was before we started. So, uh, around the corner in Brooklyn, there's this really awesome um, liquor store. This is not a plug. Just saying. Go on. And talk to them. This episode is also brought to you by Brooklyn's Liquor Store. <laughs> just around the corner. Down the road from John Armstrong. <laughs> Literally, it's around the corner. So, anyway. Ask for the Armstrong special. We, I was in there talking with the guys. And, you know, the bourbon kind of holy grail is to find uh, Pappy Van Winkle. That's the that is the holy mm-hmm. grail. When you find that, you've come to the end of the rainbow, as it were. There's leprechauns, <laughs> there's unicorns, there's impeachment hearings. It's awesome. <laughs> and sorry, say what? I don't know. It's, it's I slipped. Sorry. Uh, anyway, nothing. nothing, nothing. Just go on. Keep anyway. Keep moving forward, uh, America. Mm-hmm. And always so, forward. Mm-hmm. So, so stronger together. Talking about bourbons, and I'm like, yeah, he's got twirling, this twirling, hot twirling. shit, whatever, into the rainbow thing, and he's like, ah, here, try this, and you know, I know what he's doing, I know what he's doing. He's got mm-hmm. stock. He's trying to get rid of some stock. Yeah, whatever. It's a bourbon, or he's got something good. incredibly expensive. <laughs> well, and he just like to get rid of one of them. Yeah, he. This was not incredibly expensive. This is in the okay. thirty to forty dollar range. Oh, no, no, that's good. That's fine. It's all that's right. my range. It's, it's not. It is not in no way. It's not even close to Booker's. I mean, and I think Booker's is pretty damn good. Booker's is a good bourbon if you are looking for something fancier and can take it neat with a 
just a few drops of very cold water. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Booker's big fan of Booker's. Anyway, it, but this little Johnny Drum, I'm <laughs> mad. He's all right. Johnny so, Drum. I, I I was unfamiliar with Johnny Drum, but I'll I'll I put it on the list. I wrote it down just now. I uh, I have a little bit of follow up that I've been excited to tell you guys about. Okay. Uh-oh. Okay. I don't know. We've done a lot of drinking shows recently, so I can't remember how long ago this was. But at some point, I was talking to you about how, and everybody knows, my oldest is in the academically talented class. And then Sierra was like, I want to be in that class, too. And we were like, you know, it may or may not happen. And Lauren was like, and so we're trying to like set our expectations. Like, you know, Sierra, you should not be assuming it's going to happen. if it, It's not a reflection on you because you could be great. But it's, since they only take the top 25 kids in the whole grade, it's really a factor of a lot of things. So, you know, no matter what, you're going to get great education. She was fine with that. Lauren was convinced, you know, the letters come each year in April. We didn't get the letter. So we're like, do we tell her you're not going? Do we wait till she notices? Like, what do we do? I'm at home working from home a couple days ago, earlier this week, when all of a sudden I hear a scream, just a true <laughs> scream coming <laughs> oh from the God. kitchen. And I, I'm on a call and I'm like, I text Lauren, is everything okay? And she texts me back a photo from her phone of the letter from the school and the school only sends like just the envelope and i know the school that sent in that envelope and i know exactly what it means so Mm -hmm. i am trying to end this call and of course the call just goes and goes and goes Mm -hmm. and i come out and sierra's there and she just has the biggest the world's i think we actually got a guinness book of world records situation here the world's largest shit-eating grin uh, of all time (laughs) and she's like i got into at Honestly, the best part of it by far is the confidence boost to her. But she got in and she is so excited. And the hilarious thing now is it's now been like four or five days since she found out. She'll just be walking to the house and you'll see her with a giant smile on her face. And you know exactly (laughs) why she's smiling. She's like, Yep, I'm in the AT class, everybody. What's up? You know? And so, like, she's so proud. It's unbelievable. But I was excited. I was happy for her, proud of her. And I wanted to share it with you because I think we talked about it a little bit. And she mm-hmm. wanted to be in, and now look at that. She's in. So nice. Chew Fantastic. Congrats. <laughs> yeah. Chew on that. Yeah. Is, another, is that another segue? Yeah. <laughs> chew on it's a little that. early. <laughs> Speaking of things to chew on. Hey, by the way. So, fellas, uh, I told you, but I haven't told the viewing, listening, reading mm-hmm. audience. They love reading. Our readers, yeah. The readers, I have not told them that um, I oh, am transitioning. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, I went to see Godspell tonight, and it was performed by 11 to 14-year-olds. And I got to tell you, I'm blown away. I'm, I'm, I'm seriously blown away. That hmm. kid who played Jesus, 14 years old, <laughs> like six feet tall. Amazing oh dude carried the show. That's a tall. That's a tall fourteen. That's a tall four. That's a tall. I mean, like I'm a tall guy, old. and that's yeah. that's big. Yeah, right? it's a lot of fourteen. And the best part about it was like, <laughs> <laughs> best part about it was that the cast was female heavy, so a lot of the disciples were female, and they would, <laughs> but yet the script was, you know, this. Did good they man rename and, Judas Judas? <laughs> Uh, no, but there was a lot of Trump references, and um, oh, really? Uh, there was a United reference, also. Someone getting uh, dragged off United. <laughs> so they, you know they got to keep not it canonical. There's like okay. not yeah. canonical. Definitely well, not if canonical. you watch if you watch like broadcast television, um, there's a lot of Trump references now too. So Agents yeah. of Shield, uh, yeah. and I believe maybe Supergirl and some other shows. Uh, there's definitely there's definitely there's a lot going on there. 
Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, and what, why were you seeing the show? Who, who so, did you know in the show? So my girlfriend's oldest, who was 11, she had a role. And she had a birthday recently? No. I thought, she's, I thought, I thought one of your girlfriend's July. kids had a birthday recently. She, that's the other one. She's 10 other, now. Okay. She's 10 on Thursday. Or was yes? No, was it Thursday? Happy birthday! I don't even know yep, anymore. Look, I go to I go yeah. to an office yesterday. every day. That's like Thursday was yesterday as we record. Right. Um, I just I'm all out of whack with the schedule. I understand. <laughs> but so anyway. she was in the show. What was the, what was the 11 year old's role in the show? She was. I don't know what her name was. Um, because they mixed it all up. Like they kind of. I think the the person schmeezes. It was very strange. She was not schmeezes. Um, but she. Here, here's the thing. I don't when, know I, this, when I got I together with my girlfriend, okay, let me go back. There is a story in my family heritage um, no, that my great grandfather. This is very far back. Yeah, listen, listen, this is it's going to be. It's a long week. Guys. There'll be a chart a long, in the show notes. Long for, week. Uh, I got some genealogy. I'm going to bust out here. Andrew, I'll give you a link to Ancestry. You guys can check it out. Um, okay. Point is, grandfather, no, great grandfather, fled England apparently uh, trying to escape the law. Uh, he he lived in the Yorkshire area, mm. and they they put him in prison actually because they That's... he owed somebody some money, and um, they were like, "Don't let him out because he'll run to America to join the Mormons," which of course is Can exactly I... what he did. That is funny. So, My Hank was just asking me about Yorkshire this morning. Uh, he what... asked me th- this morning was Yorkshire in England. <laughs> I said yes. yes. War of the Roses, my friend. Yeah. Nice. Um, Please give uh, these the white rose, by the way. Uh, Lancashire is the red rose. Anyway, um, so I'm probably completely <laughs> missing that up. Point is, great grandfather came to America in the 1800s, and he came to Salt Lake City. And he was the legend has it, the family legend is that he was walking down the street and he heard a beautiful voice, <laughs> and he never heard something so beautiful. And it turns out it was this woman that he fell in love with, and they got married, <laughs> and then he brought his kids over from England, and it was great. So. I come from musical heritage, is what I'm what I'm getting at. And then my grandfather, <laughs> and my grandmother, and my mom's side were like in a band, and like they rocked it. You know, not hard. They weren't they weren't like you know Motley Crue or anything. They were like um, uh, Pantera or um, uh, what was that Necrophilia? What's the band? Uh, Panera Bread. Pan- <laughs> Panera. They were definitely not Panera. <laughs> <laughs> Panera, the speed bread metal. bowls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Point okay. is, a lot of music in the family. <laughs> so I get together with my girlfriend, and she's like, "Uh, yeah, no, no, no one in this family can sing. It's terrible." Well, turns out you, you know, you can't teach a young dog new tricks because this kid can sing. She's singing it, and hey. she is like, "Okay, you know when you're watching." Wait, hang on one second. Are you taking credit for it? Are you like, are you like, no, this is your cousin no, Marvin Barry? No, no, like, no, is that no, 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 no. okay? No, just what I'm take. telling you is, is that I grew up around music, and I can't sing. I mean, I'm a shitty singer, whatever. I can't, I can't even hear. I can fucking wail, right? right? <laughs> anyway, so uh, I'm not trying to take credit. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that like my mom sang at church all the time, and she had a trio, and they'd go around and sing at funerals and stuff, and. <laughs> People are like, please go away. We're trying to have a funeral here. <laughs> no, they would be. Can you stop it with the eight six seven five three zero nine? By the family, they were. Invited. Oh, I see. Sorry, I was confused. <sighs> I didn't think this was going to be this long or hard to talk. I've done that a lot. <laughs> don't so, don't know. But the no, show was great. No, the, she no. did great. The show was great. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm taking away from this. And she can sing. Like she's got a voice. She's got pipes. Yeah, but the best part is she loves to do it. And so when you watch her, she mm. is just 
in it. Just it's so great mm. to watch kids who find that thing because yeah. they just go for it. Right. And so I tell you, we actually uh, also saw a musical here at the Freeman House tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Anya and I were watching the movie musical Little Shop of Horrors. Because I've been singing the songs for for the past couple of weeks in the house. Uh, somehow that musical got in my head. It's one of my top five favorite musicals. I'm an American musical guy. And I was like, what the hell is this show? This is not how she phrased it, but she was curious. And when I explained it to her, she was like 82% sure that I was kidding. Like I was making this up. Like the show couldn't possibly exist. And then I was playing her the soundtrack. Um, and so we watched it tonight. And uh, she was a little nervous about it. Because like she knew people were going to die. I don't know how familiar. Mm. <laughs> Spoiler alert. People get eaten by that plant. And there's a couple uh, tough titties that the plant says. And he, the plant mentions the word shit a couple times. Sure. Uh, I, I remember when I saw the movie for the first time as a kid, um, I had no idea what tough titty meant. And my mom was like, Lex, can you sit at the table? And I'm like, tough titty. And she was like, what you say? Oh. And I'm like, I said tough titty. Like, I mean, I literally, that's what they say. Yes. Tough titty. That's what the plant well, says. That's like what Seymour says. The no, the plant. No, wait. The plant. The plant. Seymour is uh, Rick Moranis. Yeah, Seymour's, so, Seymour yeah. is... Audrey, uh, too, says this. Yeah, Seymour's Rick Moranis. Right, Rick Moranis. Uh, but it's, it's got, like, such an incredible comedy cast. you got Christopher Guest, Steve Martin, uh, Bill right. Murray. It's, like, it's solid. It's an all-star um, cast, yeah. But uh, she enjoyed it, but she was she was a little bit nervous because she knew about the death. And so then when, I was, when the movie's over and I'm taking her up from the basement up to her room so she can go to bed, um, she's like... Don't don't try to don't try to scare me because sometimes when they're going up the stairs, like I'll I'll tackle them from behind oh, or yeah. whatever. And she's Love like, that. "Don't do that because you don't have nightmares." I'm like, "Okay." Well. Sometimes when they're going up the stairs, I'll put on a Freddy Krueger costume. And- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to eat you. Yeah. Slash at their legs. <laughs> Honestly, I would never eat my kids. You know why? <laughs> why? Why is that? That is not I the segue even. I was expecting. Uh, well, here's why. Because if I'm going to eat something, I'm going to eat some meat. Support for today's show comes from ButcherBox. ButcherBox delivers healthy, 100% grass-fed beef, organic free-range chicken, and heritage-breed pork directly to your door. All their products are humanely raised, like my children, and are free of antibiotics and hormones, unlike my children. (laughs) But think of ButcherBox like your neighborhood butcher from modern America. Each box comes with, you're not going to believe this, you are going to think I'm lying, listeners, and I'm not. Each box comes with 8 to 11 pounds of meat, which is enough for 18 to 25 individual-sized meals. That's you can choose from all beef. Yeah, yeah. It's a you delightful can, amount of meat. <laughs> when you're getting ready to order, you can be like, all right, I want all beef, I want beef and chicken, I want beef and pork, or I want the mixed box, which is, I guess, beef, chicken, and pork. It's basically Whoa. your meat for the month, packaged up with helpful recipe cards and a note from the butcher describing the cuts, which I actually really like because it's like, this is what this thing means. This is the part that it, like it's helpful. Best of all, because they purchase direct from farms, ButcherBox is able to buy meat at a lower cost and price. Their box is just $129 per month, which is less than $6 per meal. Shipping is free nationwide, except for you wackos in Alaska and Hawaii. You have to pay a little bit more. If you care about the quality of your meat, give ButcherBox a try. Order now. I love this. We talked about this last time. I just love it. Order now and get free bacon in your first box plus $15 off. Just go to butcherbox.com slash car to redeem the offer. You can cancel anytime without penalty. So don't be stupid. Give it a try. That's butcherbox.com slash car to get free bacon and $15 off. Multi, you had some ButcherBox, right? Uh, oh, I absolutely did. They sent yes. me a box as well. Cooked it, it at my buddy Dan's house. Yeah. And it was just like the, the steaks were just like 
it, it felt like, yeah. well, I can never order this at a restaurant because it would be way too expensive. That That's what it tastes mm. like to me. Yeah. I had I'm some. So, so my family, so my wife doesn't eat meat and my son um, does eat meat, um, but but doesn't he's not like a steak guy, but mm. I'm completely a steak person. <laughs> I am like so into steaks that it's, you know. <laughs> It's illegal in certain states. Mm-hmm. However, um, so they, you know, occasionally, like, there's a few nights when they'll go out and do an activity together and I'll have dinner at home by myself. And so um, I had I ha- had the opportunity to have some of these these steaks uh, while they were out. And, yeah, they were, uh, that was that was good stuff. So. Nice. Yeah. Well, nice. thanks to ButcherBox.com slash car for their support of turning this car around. Yes. And, and you know, and I want to say, I want to say to you know the people in uh, Alaska and Hawaii, um, you get you get other benefits, right? To yes. being in those states, and it's worth so the you know cost. don't don't feel like, I don't want them to feel bad necessarily because they made their choices about where they wanted to live because they you know the people in Alaska they get the the majesty of of uh, <laughs> a, a snowy, mm-hmm. um, you know, mm-hmm. forbidding landscape, mm-hmm. and the people in Hawaii get to live in paradise, right? <laughs> You you know, you know, you gotta you gotta pay for your shipping, that's all. Plus they got uh Governor Sarah Palin over to You can still so and got... you can still get the stakes, just you know. Former Governor Parasalin. Right. Parasalin. And you should that's the one. Oh. Parasalin. Yeah. She's yeah. she's Paris she's no Salen. longer there because she's in Hawaii, Parasalin. <laughs> she parasailed right out of that right out of that governorship. Just found the show title, everybody. <laughs> Pulled uh, the ripcord and parasailed right out of there. I had a, just a quick topic I wanted to bring up, and I hope that John Moltz does not feel left out because that's not my intent. But <laughs> I have loved recently several moments in the Friedman household, and I'm wondering if if John Armstrong, you've seen this, where it's my kids helping each other out without being asked to, oh man, and then being super <laughs> proud of it. Like, yeah. Um, uh, just today, Lauren's in this uh, show. She'll come home at some point during the show and scare the shit out of me while we're recording this podcast. But um, <laughs> I'll do one of those screams that I've done before. But, um, you know, so so the kids go up to get ready for bed. And I got home from the city a little bit late. And um, all of a sudden, I see Liam sneaking down and Anya sneaking down. And they're like, ta-da, here's Liam. He's in pajamas. And his teeth are brushed. And Liam needs my help to brush his teeth. Like, he can't get the toothpaste out. And I'm like, really? And she's like, yep, I decided I would help him get his teeth brushed. So I put the toothpaste on and I helped him do the brushing. And like, that is not a big deal in terms of the amount of labor involved. But the fact that it was their idea and they did it together, I just thought was so awesome. And there's been a lot of those moments recently where they're helping each other do stuff. And it's it's just the best. I think, you know, to to make me not feel left out, you should just send send some of the older kids over here. (laughs) (laughs) Who is this guy? (laughs) Trust me. Frankly, we need the help. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what's the what's the what's the babysitting rate for like cross country mm-hmm. although mm-hmm. your your older kids are like the same yeah yeah it, it that's matter. not a good idea that's just i don't think i'm not going to get anything out of that no, 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 how no. about the dog mm-hmm. <laughs> oh Sorry. i'll pay you to take the dog <laughs> your dog and take your dog oh yeah you can mm-hmm. i'll pay you to take him for a couple weeks that's fine mm-hmm. you know the dog and i well i know this is not a dog po- podcast really no, no it please. can be though he and I, he and I have had had like as of like the last time they went away, the two. Uh, so every once in a while, Karen will take Hank back to visit her parents, uh, and I stay home uh, and 
take care of the dog, I guess. Have I don't know man times. <laughs> and, and eat steaks. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like every time, because Karen, or the dog is really Karen's dog. I mean, he mm-hmm. she is the one that he bonds to mm-hmm. the most. And so when she leaves, he's often like very upset. Yeah, um, but up? I feel like the last time we actually we actually got along a lot. I mean, we never don't get along, but I feel like he's always like s- severely disappointed. <laughs> you made, <laughs> you made a connection. You made a connection. <laughs> and I feel like the last time we actually did OK. Yeah. Like he was not like depressed <laughs> while she was gone. That's a good sign. He was he was OK. He was all right. Um, so that was that was like a, that was a breakthrough moment for a, for a dog fatherhood. <laughs> <laughs> for dog fathers everywhere yeah dog and the thing, you know the thing that's weird, the, so here's the crazy i think it's like it's just a question of indulgence <laughs> with him <laughs> because she um i think this is crazy but every night when you know we go up to bed and the dog comes up the dog comes up to, and yeah you know, he sleeps he sleeps you know in the room with us and for the most for the most part he sleeps on the floor or on his bed um, but often, usually when it's just cold, he'll get up on the bed with us. Uh, but sometimes he just like, he just feels like it. So he gets on the bed with us. But, um, but she, the way she, she gets him to come upstairs, I get him to come upstairs. You know, I used to just get him to come upstairs by just saying, we're going upstairs. Come on, uh, get up. And she gets him to go upstairs by getting marshmallows. <laughs> Wait, does the dog eat the marshmallows? The dog eats the marshmallows. So oh, she gets the mar- she gets a marshmallow and she goes upstairs and she pulls p- pieces of it apart and she makes him do a, a few tricks to to get the mar- pieces of the marshmallow and then he goes and lies down. Um so I started doing that this last time. And I nice. think that made a huge a huge difference in his attitude <laughs> with putting up with me. Wow. Well, good for you, yeah. man. Yeah. So. so that's like kids helping kids. It's you helping dog. <laughs> and I think actually, connects. you know, and I think Hank is Hank is also doing better with the dog too. There's a lot more, lot more like vigorous, like play. I mean, because he's 13 now, so he and it's a big dog. I mean, the dog is like 92 pounds. Yeah, it's not so, a small dog. Oh man, no, he's not a small dog at all. So you know, I think maybe i don't know if like he was concerned about, i mean i think he he got bowled over a few times definitely um but now he's big enough that the two of them can do like a like a tug of war with a with a toy and it's not a problem they're very mm-hmm. evenly matched because hank is hank is probably uh and you can hear them up there they may be doing it right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. um hank is about his oh no hank is probably heavier hank is heavier than him now Wow, you could take him. Like you could take him. Hank's like a hundred pounds. Yeah, my, uh, Cody is is a smaller dog, but the kids have all gotten a little bit more into him. He and Liam have the weirdest relationship. Like Cody is, uh, I don't know, fifteen pounds tops. But like Anya and Sierra both really like to play with Cody. Liam's a little bit. Uh, I don't know if scared is the right word, but he's a little bit wary with Cody um, mm. because every once in a while, if Cody you know jumps up on him too much, he can hurt him. Yeah, and like I'm not go- saying that Liam's going around getting hurt by the dog all the time, so don't call child protective <laughs> services. It's not even what they're called in New Jersey, you jerks. But um, <laughs> they're called Dyfus, if you must know. But uh, mm. the and I know that because they're here all the time. But uh, <laughs> you know, but but like Liam's just a little bit more cautious with him. But Cody, 
is a big fan of Liam's at mealtime because Liam is the messiest eater. So, like, Cody is right at Liam's chair, usually with two feet propped up on the seat of Liam's chair. Like, I know you're going to drop food on your lap, and I'm ready, and I will eat it. And uh, I don't know. I'm I'm hopeful that they will bond a little bit more because I, I think Liam likes Cody, but Anya and Tara will go out of their way to play with Cody, and Liam will go out of his way to ignore Cody. So I'm, I'd love to see that change, but, like, I'm not no pressure. I don't say anything to him about it. I'm just kind of a, a an observer. Now you know. All right. That gotta, story is you know, brought to you by Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's good. Uh, you know, I had a, I had a, <laughs> well, uh, John, I think it's good for you. Lex, you know, it's a journey is what I'm saying. It's a journey. That's what <laughs> You're I, that's not what I'm wrong. Saying. It's just a journey. It's a It's a path. It's a road. It's a trail of tears. Um, <laughs> That's not at all. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not. I'm sorry. I apologize. That's the, that's the, that's the Johnny drum. The Johnny drum is beating a little hard over here, guys. Okay. If I had more calories, I'd have more Bud Lights, but I'm done for the day. What? Come on. I'm going on this vacation with the kids, which I think we've talked about. We're doing an 11 day oh, yeah. Disney cruise in a month or so. Oh, in, in six okay. weeks. That's and, not happening next week. I need to purge. Like I, I need to. <laughs> I'm going to eat so much Why? on that cruise that I would like to lose oh. about ten pounds. So I've already. I just started this week and I'm already down like two pounds. So I want to lose eight more pounds in the next six weeks or so. And I would. <laughs> I'll actually now I'm going to get it dark for just a moment, but we're going to bring it back to, to light again. Oh, As I think you guys may know, or some listeners may know, I used to, and I hope I haven't said the story on this podcast before. But I, I co-founded a, a diet tracking website a hundred years ago, back in two thousand five or four, uh, called the Daily Plate. Pre iPhone, you know, it was pre really the mobile web for the most part, and it let you track your calories the same way that apps like MyFitnessPal and Lose It do today. Um, and we were among the first uh, apps that could do that, but it was not an app at the time; it was a, a web thing only, and. We helped a lot of people lose a lot of weight, and it was always awesome. It was one of my best professional experiences because you would get emails from people every day saying, like, you know, I was using your website, and I lost 72 pounds, and my doctor says I'm going to live now. <laughs> so it was wow. good. The problem was, um, and it was a three-person company, and I was the only full-time person, um, I had to do a lot of uh, observation or moderation because it, users could create their own groups. And we had the Pro Anna community discover our oh, site. No. If you oh, don't no. know the Pro Anna term, that's pro anorexia, right? Yes. So it was anorexics oh, who were proudly anorexic. Yeah, who would encourage each other to eat as little as possible. And like Ooh. I had to keep on tweaking the app so like you couldn't set a calorie goal of like three hundred calories a day. And then occasionally we'd have like gastric bypass patients who'd be like, Hey, my doctor says I can only eat 400 calories a day. And so oh, I could God. manually tweak their account to allow it. But like I would block by default. It would say, it would like, it wouldn't just say like, no, you can't say this. Say, hey, this is dangerous. Um, there, these are support numbers. You can call Like We were trying to do what we could because we did not want this community using the site. And we didn't want to just say, you know, go find some other site. We wanted to try to help them, whatever we could. But yeah. the thing that stuck with me the most that I almost, I don't know, the, the thing that stuck with me the most from this pro anna community that really gutted me was their tagline, which I think is a common mantra amongst that crowd, was nothing tastes as good as thin feels. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I would read that, and it would make me irate because so many things taste so much better than thin feels. 
Uh, and I would, yeah. I mean, I would love a couple more Bud Lights, maybe a Bud Light Lime. And in this case, I'm saying, you know what? I really want to get to a fighting weight so I can go on this cruise and overindulge there. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that case, I'm okay, but that's a very limited short-term thing. But anyway, I don't know. That's yeah. I, 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 yeah. That was a long way of saying that uh, in this case, I'm not going to drink the extra beers because I want to save those calories for tomorrow. But man, that was a... Uh, I try not to think about it too much, quite honestly, because like you don't want that to be a thing that happens to your kids or your kids' friends, and right, know. yeah. I don't want to mess up my kids' eating. Like I do, my kids do not know that I'm counting calories. I'm like I just I do that when they're not in the room, when they're not around. Like I'll remember what I ate and log it later because I just I don't like them to think about that stuff. Like just eat the food you want to eat. Right. Mm. right. Let's make most right. of it healthy, or yeah. some of it. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, like we try and like instead of like saying you know don't eat you know you're eating too much don't eat too much like it's we try and say okay after dinner let's dance or let's you know we're gonna do something active and try and focus on that instead of the calories that are going i feel like like there's a like you can you can to a certain degree mitigate it by doing that yeah 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 and only gets that's not you know that doesn't work for everything and and doesn't work for everybody but um it's, it's what we try to focus on and i think you know i mean and he's gone he's gone back and forth on weight like crazy um and he's never he's never been like well when he was a little baby <laughs> when well, he was a little baby, he was very count. fat <laughs> he was a perfect. very fat little baby <laughs> but look if you want to eat your but, kid when they're a baby that's what that's what that's about right yeah. i mean it's like I want to eat those legs. Oh. Well, and particularly like in the adoption, like, you know, and adopting from China, I think they really, I mean, it's part of the attachment process and they're like, you know, just feed him everything he wants because, sure. you know, you want him because that's part of the attachment process. And, um, and, and he was, he was okay because he was in foster care instead of in an orphanage. Uh, so he was better off so like that was the whole thing like we went over we went over there and he was in foster care and um basically everybody else that we went with in our group uh their their kids were in uh orphanages and so he was like he was like the burly one (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then we would you know we would go and like put the kids together and you know he was just bowling over all of them (laughs) even though none of them were walking i mean they were just they were all crawling around and he was just like knocking them over because he was so he was so comparatively massive um but uh yeah i mean so it becomes like at some point we were kind of like Okay, I think we've bonded, and maybe we need to dial it back a little bit <laughs> because this could end up being a problem. But you know, it's all fine. I mean, he's he's never been like excessively. Mm. He's gone he's gone back and forth on on weight a little bit, but he's never been um, like over the top. Uh, when Marlo started, uh, kind of pre K, I think pre four, pre K four. She there suddenly it was like oh well my butt's weird or whatever. It's like she started noticing her body or commenting about her body, and I had to do everything. It was like stop, stop, stop. You're four and a half. Mm -hmm. Like no, uh, -uh. stop it right now. You're beautiful. Body's great. You're funny. You're smart. You're amazing. Yeah. Stop. 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 So far we've been great. 
uh, I think my oldest, she's got, I think I was super skinny. Um, my whole growing up, I had no ass at all, like <laughs> straight up sticks. Right. Like I wow. played a gig once with the band and I stuffed my butt full. Like I had like probably a roll of paper towels back there, like trying to poof out my butt. And I was dancing like funny on the keyboards, you know, playing the keys and the will and the booty. Like, oh, yeah. And it was like people were dying because it was like, oh, you actually just have a normal butt now. Like it wasn't <laughs> concave anymore. It was actually it protruded. And um, and then, you know, their mother's very thin also. So um she has that like she's like so. I think you were stuffing the wrong side of the pants. Well, <laughs> uh, maybe I'm not. Nice. I mean, I, you know, maybe uh, not. John, 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 John. <laughs> Sorry. Listen, listen. I'm I just saying, like photos. Traditionally, photos. not for you That's personally, it. but I mean That's traditionally. It. Nope. I'm um, sending you a Flickr photo in just a minute. I'm going to send you. A photo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't want this photo. It's, 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 it's fine. It's, I'll, I'll give you a, a guest pass on on a, a Flickr. It's an adult thing, so it's fine. <laughs> Everything's going to be fine, guys. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> it's a safe space. I'm super buzzed it? right now. I got to tell you. I'm really... right. while, while John is um, sobering yeah, yeah, up for five John minutes, find his, uh... I'm going to do, do one more piece of business that we got. And I'm excited. I just texted the gentleman I co-host the show with a photo, of course, using portrait mode because I have a 7S. But, um, or 7 Plus, a 7 Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I happen to be reading an ad right now for Movement Watches while a good watch. a Movement good Watch. Thank watch. you. Thank you. I'm a fan. Uh, Movement Watches was started by two broke college kids who wanted to wear stylish watches but couldn't afford them. So Movement Watches was founded on the belief that style shouldn't break the bank. Uh, if you think about it, I, too, have been a part of numerous bootstrapped companies uh, where it's like, hey, let's find a way to do this and let's build this business without going crazy. And that's how Midroll, the company that sells podcast ads and makes podcasts and whatever. It's my story too. But by selling their products entirely online, Movement was able to cut out the middleman and the retail markup in order to provide you with the best price possible. Watches starting at just $95. That is a fraction of what department store brands typically charge. The revolutionary pricing, along with Movement's classic design, Quality construction and styled minimalism has led to over 500,000 watches being sold in more than 160 countries. I even have one. I get compliments on it every time I wear it. I'm wearing the Patriot, which is a uh, a red, nice. gray, and blue uh, strap. I love it. And the watch face itself is great. I really, it's, I love, you know, I used to be an Apple Watch devotee. That's all I would wear. And now I wear it maybe a third of the time because I wear the moving watch that much. And that is a fact. So step up your watch game and see why people across the world love movement watches. Just go to MVMT. That's uh, many of the consonants from the word movement. Go to MVMTwatches.com slash TTCA and get 15% off today, plus free shipping and free returns. Uh, That's really risk-free for you. That's MVMTwatches.com slash TTCA. People, join the movement. It's not just a tagline. It's also my order to you, my instruction to you. (laughs) Join the movement. Do it up. Is it your command? Even drunker now? Are you commanding us? I command you to order some meat and wear a watch (laughs) and get an alarm system. Those are all things I can do. Every one of those. Can do. Big can doer over here. Meat watches in America. Take off the watch while you're cooking the meat if you're getting your hands really dirty. But then at night, when you want to protect that meat and protect that watch, set the mm-hmm. alarm. That's all I'm saying. 
I protect my meat as much as I can. <laughs> <laughs> it's meat you can't beat. That's what they say. Oh, well, <laughs> that's got to be cut. By the way, <laughs> by the way, Maltz, <laughs> your Portland tweet. <laughs> <laughs> my about the masturbating guy oh my god <laughs> oh, that was unbelievable that was so great apparently sometimes you have to be caught you have to masturbate in public <laughs> because you hate a city so much Oh my God. I guess we I guess I'll put that in the show notes. <laughs> we've all been there is the best. Right. I think that, we've all been there. Never been a tweet. better like we can shut Twitter down because you have the best <laughs> response to that. I just love that the the news tweet that Moltz links mm-hmm. quotes mm-hmm. just a beautiful turn of phrase. Mm-hmm. <laughs> masturbating vigorously. Not masturbating mm. a lot, not just mm-hmm. masturbating, but masturbating vigorously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like he's not just casually stroking. Yeah. You know yeah. that there was Jay I mean, involved. you know, it, 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 it's also you I know, like if Portland. you read the, I finally went back and actually read the like the little article about it because I was just laughing and laughing over the headline. Yeah. And, you know, it's probably a very sad situation, right? And the guy Well, he was on the meth. guy is, you know, like he says he's high on meth and he wants to go back to jail and he hates Portland. Um you know, he's okay. he's clearly got some issues. However, it's just sure. you know the guy that the guy that's masturbating because he hates Portland. <laughs> Listen, of all the ways problems. to get sent back to jail, that's probably one of the top. When you take it, ones. when you take it on just that level, it's very funny. Yeah, yeah. Don't let's not get too deep. I mean, well, let's try. Yeah, the I mean, story you have is to, every once in a while. You have to <laughs> itself. It's you have to laugh. <laughs> in the in the particularly in the times that we live in right now mm-hmm. like look <laughs> there's nothing wrong with masturbating furiously if you're pissed off at where we but are but just doing the privacy of your own home <laughs> right like when i masturbate furiously about portland there's no one around <laughs> sure yourself. yeah no understandable you, you literally you're keeping it you're, you're all the way across the country and you're still still <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> achingly furious Achingly furious about Portland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it happens. It happens. Sometimes I can't believe that we are dads. <laughs> well, you know, here's the thing. Because of um, all that, yeah, right. I, I so I I I don't go on Facebook a lot anymore. But um, my I have a cousin who's much older than I am because of my the way my family's structured, um, because God structured them that way, um. She shared a photo with me of our fathers. Now, he's technically my dad is her father's brother-in-law. So it's not like they're brothers. They're brothers-in-law. And there's a picture of them faking urinating with garden hoses in like 1953 or something. You know, like it's crazy. (laughs) You know, my dad's what? You know, 20-something years old. And... (laughs) Yeah, like that's as I mean, I knew my father had that in him, but I never saw it as a kid. <laughs> and so, you know, dads can, you know, dads can fuck around. Dad, I mean, in a, not in a literal way, but in a, in a having some fun ways. Yes. You know, like we're having fun. <laughs> that we're, didn't make it not, any that's better. That's not intercourse. That's not not masturbating. <laughs> It's not hate masturbation. Sometimes when when a dad hates a city very much. (laughs) 
Listen, your family uh, needs to get woke, John. So <laughs> yeah, that's right. About Actually, Portland. <laughs> And the oh dangers Portland represents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Serious. Big problem. Big problem going on down there. Yep. Yep. They've got that bike problem. They've got the, <laughs> they've got the, kale, <laughs> the kale problem. You know, with that bike situation. Food trucks. I mm-hmm. really find the bike situation in Portland uh, too tired. <laughs> oh, God. You think we're going out on that? We're not going out on that. No, no, no. no that's, not that's not it. That's not. That's not the out. No way. We man. will all masturbate furiously <laughs> until we come up with a better ending. <laughs> <laughs>